Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. This is episode six. My name is Steve Cullum, and this is a podcast all about student ministry. There are great student ministers, youth pastors, youth workers, whatever the name you use for them. They're out there, and we want to have conversations with them and see what God is up to in their lives and learn from their wisdom and experience. Before we jump into today's interview, though, I want to talk about both of our sponsors. Yeah, you heard that right. We have two sponsors now. First, I want to thank WorkCamp NE. WorkCamp NE is a week-long service-based mission trip for teenagers. The students work on homes for families who can't afford it themselves. This summer, they are going for, for four weeks, actually. Uh, in, they're in Vermont and New Hampshire. And in fact, I'm pretty sure they're in Vermont currently. The first week of work camp is this current week that we're in. And they're going to run four weeks this summer. Like I said, Vermont and New Hampshire. It's been a great experience for our youth group, an opportunity for them to step outside their comfort zones and to help others in need. We've seen our students lives change through it. We've seen the lives of those that we have served change from it. It's an excellent trip. And if you want to know more about WorkCamp NE, you can check out their website at workcampne.com. That's W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com. And our second and our newest sponsor helping pay for this podcast comes from the National Network of Youth Ministries and Reach New England. It's kind of a combined sponsorship. Together, their goal is supporting youth workers, building ministry partnerships, and strengthening youth ministry because we are better together. That's their big mantra, better together. So if you are not in a national network of youth ministries yet, you have no idea what they're about, head over to youthworkers.net. That's youthworkers.net. And to learn more about Reach Youth New England, go to reachyouthne.com. That's reachyouthne.com. Now it's time to jump into today's interview with Richard Ball. Richard is the youth and children's pastor at First Baptist Church of Calico Rock, Arkansas, and he joins us today from a coffee shop there in Arkansas, and I am so glad to have him join us today for this interview. Well, thanks so much for joining us uh, today, Richard. Thank you. So uh, I'm just now meeting you for the first time, um, as well as probably a lot of our podcast listeners. So qu- same question we start off with everyone. Uh, tell us a little about yourself, um, maybe what's going on in your life right now, and, and maybe a little bit of how God got you to this point. Uh, well, my name is Richard, and uh, you know I, 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 I got into this in quite a strange and interesting way. Uh, whenever I was 18 years old... Um, uh, well, let me back it up just a little bit. I, I started to uh, rededicate my life, and whenever I was about 14 years old at church camp, uh, uh, where where I grew up, and uh, um, I originally lived in New Jersey, moved here in Arkansas, and my cousin was telling me about church camp, and I was like, "What is that?" And then uh, I got to learn about it, and so I was like, "This is awesome!" And so, you know, uh, I rededicated my life, uh, and then I started really seeking after God. Um, I would do things like take my Bible to school and just pray before tests and stuff like that. I'd have my Bible on my desk and stuff like that. And people would ask, why would you do that? And I said, well, you know, because I'm allowed to do that. And I can because no teacher's forcing it. And I would start really kind of just really getting serious in my faith. And people would say, you know, I, I sense that you're going to be in the ministry. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I initially wanted to be a cartoonist for, for Marvel Comics. Wow. And uh, live in New York and have hardwood floors. <laughs> 
I just, that's what I wanted. So, you know, <laughs> New <laughs> you know, York, I, Marvel and hardwood floors. Huh? Okay. <laughs> that's right. You can blame that on Matt about you. That, that <laughs> show back in the day. <laughs> Must see TV. Um, but you know, I, uh, I did that. And so, but I was like, I was always open to what God wanted me to do. And, and, and I would have conversation with, with pastors and they would say, you know, I feel like God is calling you to do something they would say. And I would really listen to them and start to feel that God was calling me to do this. And uh, when I was 18 years old, it, uh, I had done a, I had led a CUS poll, and uh, a friend of mine came up to me and said, "You know, I think you're going to be a pastor one day." And, and I didn't say no. I was like, really interesting. I kind of really thought about that. And, um, then shortly thereafter, I just I knew God was going to call me, and uh, I was at a revival service. You know, here in the South, we have a revival. And, um, you know, and it was just like. God was pulling me. He said, it is time for you to answer and, and to do this. And I'm like, all right, Lord. And so I did, and I started into the ministry and uh, uh, went to school uh, here uh, in Arkansas. Went to a place called CBC, which is a Central, Central Baptist College. And then I went to transfer to Washita, and uh, where I met my wife. And, uh, um, you know, I had to look for something uh, just to kind of hold over until I found a church. And uh, and so uh, while when we were married, I, I became youth director of this church in Arkansas, and it just didn't work out. And at the same time, I was kind of teaching uh, in a private Christian school, Southwest Christian Academy. It's a really great school, small school. And uh, just really kind of, you know, it was my my calling, if you had told me when I surrendered to the ministry that I'd become a teacher for 10 years, I'd say, you're crazy. Ain't no way going to happen. But, uh, you know, once again, God, what God does is what God's going to do. He, all he asks us is to just say yes and to follow. And so uh, I became a teacher. I was a teacher for 10 years. And uh, around uh, my seventh or eighth year of teaching, I really once again felt this this desire to, to not be a teacher in a in a traditional sense, but to be ministry, but to be in ministry, and to be a, a youth pastor. And, and so um, I um, began to really seek the Lord about that and really began to pray. And, and it was frustrating because sometimes it, God was silent. He wasn't talking. And I was like, God, what, what are you doing? You know, and so, but uh, around my, around my eighth, ninth year of teaching, um, uh, there was a church, uh, actually the church where I grew up at, they were looking for uh, somebody to fill in for music ministry, and so I, I have some experience with music, and so they asked me, and I said, yeah, and, and so I was working. Before that, I was a lay youth worker in youth ministry, and uh, uh, we began to have a conversation, me and the pastor uh, of, of that church, Victory Baptist in Conway, Arkansas, and uh, you know, he, he asked me about what my desire was, and I said, I would love to be doing something in youth ministry. And from there, it kind of just grew into this idea of, well, the calling to be our youth pastor. And, and so for about two years, um, I was I was youth pastor. I was youth pastoring it, and I was teaching. And God was really just leading me away from, from being a teacher, leading me away from from that calling. And uh, it was kind of a struggle because, you know, I didn't know what that was looking like. And it was really frustrating. And so in May of uh, 2000, uh, 2014, I, I, I trusted God to the big leap of faith, left the school where I was at for 10 years, and uh, um, just really saw, okay, God, what's going to happen? And 
that led me to become the youth and children's pastor of First Baptist Church, Calico Rock, in Calico Rock, Arkansas. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was just, there was this one particular day, too, that um, I was just saying, God, I know you're calling me, but, you know, hadn't heard anything, got some rejection letters, and you know, I was feeling really discouraged, and I was like, God, what, what are you doing? And that day, I got an email from uh, from one of the people of the church, and they said, uh, we want to do an interview. And I was like, okay. And it was a Skype interview. And so I'm sitting there, and, and I'm dressed up, and, and then, you know, had a Skype interview that, that Sunday. And, um, and then I, you know, I got done with the Skype interview, felt it went well, didn't know what to expect or anything like that. And then I got a call back from the pastor saying, hey, we want to talk to you. Wow. And uh, we want you to come. And so I called him back and set up a time to where we, me and my family could come. We went up there. Uh, and uh, uh, from there on, that, that, that Thursday following that meeting, they called me and I, I said yes. So it was, just, it was just amazing. It's all God's timing, you know. Yeah. So, that's what I'm doing now, and I've gotten to do some really amazing and awesome things. Got to go on a mission trip to Nicaragua uh, last year. Um, you know, we are we are just fully just amazed at what God is doing. That's so, awesome. Yeah, getting to, getting to do uh, some awesome camp stuff. I was also uh, during my time before I went there, I was a I was camp director at a at a Lake Nixon, which is a ministry of, of Second Baptist Church, and and I, I say all that to say you know that was an awesome experience and all that such an awesome experience, but it prepared me for what what I'm doing now. It, you know, I'm one of the co-directors of our youth camp, and um, we do this after-school program in our church, and it's just really awesome. And so you know, I look back and I see how God was shaping and molding me to be who I am today. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see it in the in 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 the immediate, but looking back, it's clear as day. Yeah. So that's that's where I am. That's that's that's, yeah. that's the cliff notes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. It's so awesome to to see. Yeah, to when you when you look back, it's in the middle of it. You're always like, you know, God, what are you doing? But then, yeah, when you look back, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course, and you see, oh wow, okay, now I now I see your your path the whole way through and how you were just weaving it all together. Right. It's kind of like God saying, I told you so. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This little way of saying, all right, all right. You can trust me next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So how long have you been at your current position? I've been there since uh, this November. I'll actually be there two years. So okay. it's kind of funny to say that I've been doing, uh, I've been doing ministry and, and youth and, and children for, for, you know, years and years and years since, since 97. Hmm. Uh, uh, being a full-time youth pastor only two years is yeah. kind of, you're like what? You know. <laughs> then they hear how old I am, like, and so it makes the silly, foolish things I do even more <laughs> foolish. <laughs> cool. So, Great. so children and youth, then, right? So, are you? <laughs> what's your What's your main responsibility? I guess. Um, my main responsibility is really youth. Um, I do stuff, do stuff with children, and that's growing more. My wife is uh, helping me with doing children's ministry, but for me, it's mainly mainly youth. Uh, I do youth events with, with uh, uh, 7th through 12th graders. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, we'll go on trips and church camp and uh, do fun things as well as, you know, intentional things. Uh, and that's my main drive is with the youth and children. I do like children's church and children's events and things like that. That, like I said, that's growing uh, as I've progressed in, in the ministry there. That's growing to be more and more. So. Okay. Cool. So what if I were kind of throw out the question, you know, the next question is, you know, what's your ministry look like? How, how could you kind of, 
and there's a lot, of course, since you're you know over children and youth and and everything. So if you could kind of summarize somehow what what do you how do you see ministry currently looking for you? You know how do you do you do programs and how do you focus on different age groups and things like that? Uh, that's a real good question. Um, you know, still trying to still trying to work on that. You know, uh, the, the town where I live in is really a rural town. You know, we're the biggest church in the town. Um, and it's, it's a town that has a lot of this, uh, a lot of broken families, a lot of uh, kids that have been taken from homes, sometimes in the middle of the night or sometimes when they're asleep and they, they deal with issues of that. And so, you know, um, it's really kind of ministering to, to these kids that don't have a, a stable home life. And uh, so, you know, we do things like we've, we've partnered with a, with a government agency to do a feeding program with, with, uh, with the kids and stuff like that. And, uh, that just started this summer, uh, just as a way of helping kids eat, helping kids mm. get food and creating a place that is very, uh, welcoming and loving for them. So, and then from there, we, we, we break them into groups. We have, we have, uh, we have, you know, here uh, being a Southern Baptist, we have girls, uh, girl ambassadors and royal ambassadors and, they are separate and we put them in there on Wednesday nights. They do, they do uh, some sort of activity and, and a lesson and stuff like that. And we have we, we have stuff for all the kids and youth. We kind of all gather together. Um, and we have a time of worship, and that's something that's been new that I've been trying to introduce um, is, is doing an element of worship and just allowing them to have the ability of just uh, focusing on just God and having a time between them and God. And we'll play a game, you know, and uh, uh, just, you know, because I like games and they like games and I found it so that when you can get them to laugh and you can get um, them to connect and have a good time, and then that opens up lots of doors. Definitely. And, you know, and then what I do um, as far as, the, you know, I'll, I'll have students come and, and we'll hang out, we'll play video games. Uh, I've opened up my house. I've had a kid that uh, uh, most of the roads where I live in are dirt roads. And so when the waters rise, the roads flood. And so this one kid, I was taking him home and uh, I was trying to get him to his house. And the creek had risen to where he could not, like, oh, it was just flooded. And so, um, and so I, I said, you know what, you're, you're just going to have to hang out in my house. Then. And he was like, okay. And so. And so he, you know, sometimes you have to do that. You have to do whatever, whatever it takes just to, you know, make them feel comfortable, make them feel, you know, accepted. And I've been getting, getting to build a relationship with him and he's really a great guy. Um, you know, him and several others just uh, going and doing things outside. Of course, going to see them in their elements, whether it's playing football or playing basketball or in band or, uh, you know, those sorts of things, you know, treating them as what they do is just as important because to me I look at what we do in ministry you know is that we are to make them feel valued we are to make them feel important and you know that 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 means that we go to things that are that matter to them so that way they come to things that we're trying to say this matters yeah that's probably I'm assuming really important if you're surrounded with a bunch of kids that have broken families and stuff to actually have an adult that's willing to to pour into them and and say hey I actually care about you yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It 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 is, and, and I, you know, I've gotten to see kids that, um, you know, I've seen kids that people write off as troublemaking kids. I've seen them really kind of open up and really kind of share. And it's, of course, it's not anything that I'm doing. It's all 
God working through me, and and I'm just honored to get to you know be a part of that. Um, yeah, it's just that by doing that, it provides doors for me to, to really love on them the way that Jesus loves them. Us. So, um, you know, it's just really cool um, to get to get to be a part of that and get to do that. Yeah. So, do you rely on a lot of uh, other adults and and volunteers? I'm assuming to kind of get all this done since you're over children and youth and and you know trying yeah. to get to all their activities and stuff. Yes, fortunately, I've, I've got a, you know, in, in our church, our church is, is a loving church, it's a giving church, it's a church that wants to, wants to, you know, see things work, and um, it's not perfect, you know, there's no, there's no perfect church, but um, I have several people uh, that are volunteers, and they put in just as many hours as, as I do, if not, I dare say some of them put in more hours than me, it feels like, because they're, you know, they're, they're there just about every time I'm there, and, and uh, we also have a uh, uh, our pastor's wife, uh, you know, and our pastor is Kevin Bishop. He is, his name is Kevin, and he's just, he's really awesome. He's a really great guy, um, and he's very supportive. And his wife is just as supportive. And she is actually our after-school director, and so she takes on a lot of the kid uh, ministry responsibilities because it's all kind of been funneled through this WASH program. It's our after-school program that we have on Wednesdays and we are able to partner with the schools and do things with the schools. And it's just really cool to get to see, uh, what, what's happened and how that's grown. And, and, uh, so she's a big help with that. She, uh, we, we ended up, you know, this is a record year for us. We took like 47 kids, to uh, church camp this year. And, wow. Um, you know, and through fundraising and donations, you know, just because people believe, you know, and that's another thing. Once you see, once people see your ministry and they see how effective it is, they'll, they'll do whatever it takes. You make a connection with them about it. They'll do whatever it takes to help out. And so I've just been very blessed uh, to, to, you know, the fact that, you know, any kid that wants to come, we, we never make money an issue. And uh, you know, our church backs up that. So it's really cool. But, um, you know, just a lot, a lot of helpers, uh, a lot of people serving. Uh, I'm just really proud of each and every one of them. It's such an honor to do that because I know there are churches that are volunteers and, uh, you know, you hear stories and you read stories and it's like, that's not, that's not me. That's not my church. And so it's just kind of, you're grateful, you know. That's cool. Did you do anything that that kind of uh, created that kind of culture or was that something you just naturally stepped in that was already existing, that that culture of volunteering? It was already existing. and, And so, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, you know, I just, I just kind of, you know, I kind of let it go and like, like, you know, go with it and roll with it. And, uh, you know, and, and, and really, you know, just knowing them and trusting them, you know, they say we're doing it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we have this, it's, it, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I don't feel like, like, you know, there's, there's a hierarchy or anything like that. Everybody is just working towards, cause they believe in this common goal of seeing children's lives change, seeing lives change, you know? mm-hmm. Um, and so they're, they're, they're ever grateful, ever eager. I'm blessed. I'm so blessed to have them because there's no way I could do it uh, without their leadership. Cool. So, um, cool. Yeah, great. They're great. That's great. Uh, so last question for you. What are some, some tips and tricks you picked up along the way? Maybe like two or three things that kind of God oh, keeps man. telling you over and over. You're like, I need to share this with other people because he's been teaching me this. Other people need to hear this too. Maybe things that maybe maybe things that you would have wished you would have known before. <laughs> yeah, uh, buy pizza, invest in Starbucks, and uh, you know just uh, don't go to sleep. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's those are actually three really good ones. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. So, 
but no, um, I would I would say uh, first tip is uh, uh, you know just you know be willing, be flexible. You know, uh, you know you never know what, you, what your ministry looks like. You know, there are days when when I do. I do things that, um, you know, that I never thought I would have gotten to do. Like, uh, I never thought I would go to Nicaragua and get to hang out there and work in a, work with one of the uh, feeding programs that, that we partner with. Um, I never thought that I would, uh, get to go and, uh, work in a, you know, serve in a nursing home, uh, every so often when our, when our church partners up with it, um, you know, so be flexible. Uh, you know, that that's a definite big tip. Be flexible. Just because your title is, is youth pastor, children's pastor, or whatever, does not mean that that's what you, uh, that's what you are only supposed to do. Um, don't be like the guy that uh, there's a story of a pastor out at First Baptist Orlando. I can't remember his name, but he was telling the story at a men's conference, and he said he just hired this guy, and this guy said, I don't do chairs. And he said, 20 minutes later, that guy wasn't doing anything else. I fired him. You know, don't be that guy. I stacked so many chairs. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what chairs these were. These must have been like, you know, or what drove him to be bold enough to say, right, to get hired. Really don't do chairs. Not my thing. (laughs) We were looking at hiring a uh, a worship minister one time, and and he's like, yeah, I I really don't do anything with, uh, with kids. And we're like a very family-based church, and we're like, well, we should just stop the interview right now because right, like, right. there's no point. Like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we have a ton of kids here. Like you're going to have to interact with them. <laughs> yeah, that's like I'm a pastor. I just hate people. Right. <laughs> I would say be flexible. Um, I would say know who you, know your know the culture that you're in, know the group that you're in. You know, uh, you know for me. I live in a very rural area, and so the things that, that are big in the city are not necessarily big out in the out in the country, you know. Um, and so, just know your audience. If your audience is not really talking about something, not that doesn't mean that they're not concerned about it. it just means that there are other things that are mattering to them. And so, know 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 who your culture is. Know the kids that you're that you're doing that you're that you're being there for. Yeah, um, that's you. Know, um, I would I would say. Uh, uh, listen, you know, take time for enjoyment, take time to spend with your family. You know, God doesn't call us to be ministers first. He calls us to be, uh, good husbands or good wives and, and good, uh, mothers and fathers. Uh, he calls us to, to, uh, to, you know, family, you know, uh, and a lot of times, unfortunately, family and church get blurred to where one, that's where the church takes precedence over family. And you end up having uh, a family that, that is, that is, that it's the exact opposite of what you what you want to mm. see happen. So, yeah, what um, it's okay to say things like no. Yeah. So what are yeah? What's other than saying no? That's that's huge. Um, what are some ways that that you've done? You feel like you've kind of figured that out? I guess to how to balance ministry and family. Um, I've not figured that out. I don't. I don't know. It's kind of like that. You still, it's Should I ask working. your wife instead? No. Can't <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell something different. <laughs> No, uh, you know, but it is, it's a work in process. She, uh, you know, she's very supportive and she, and she knows when I, whenever there, there are times when I've got to do things and I got to, but there, you know, whenever I'm home with my kids, I try to, and my wife, I try to be home with them. Kind of like, you know, when God says to Moses, when you're on the mountain, be on the mountain. Mm. Um, cause a lot of times when, when we're there, we think of, you know, if we're at the top of the mountain, the first thought is once we're at the top, top of the mountain. <laughs> right. You know, and, uh, 
so you know, when I'm home, I try to I try to do things with with my kids. When I when I get back from a trip, um, or get back from an event, I, I try to spend the next day with them as much as I can, and really make a time with my wife. I prioritize going out on a date with my wife. Uh, you know, uh, we try once a month, or you know, and sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but you know, we never stop trying. You know, I always say you only fail. If you uh, if you give up or if you quit, so um, and you know, take time for you, take time for you. Um, you know, I, I think we as youth pastors, you know, we we live by the food groups of uh, soda, pizza, and uh, junk food. Right. And you know, the reality of it is, we're called to be examples, and that means, you know, and this is something I'm still learning. Like I've just got back into running, um, you know, in in. And we need to be, uh, we need to take time for ourselves. We need to take time to care for ourselves so we can care for one another. And that may sound selfish, but that's true. You can't, you can't take care of yourself if you are constantly in the hospital, or you're constantly sick, or you're constantly um, not able to move, or you know, something like that. So take time for you. Um, uh, take time to read. Take time to, you know, you need breaks. You're not, you're not designed to work constantly. And if you do that, you're going to burn yourself out. And uh, that, that's no fun. So. Nope. <laughs> it stinks yeah. it really stinks <laughs> yeah. yeah and there's there's so many so many that have burned out so I've mm-hmm. I, I haven't got to that point I, I don't feel like I've really gotten to that point before um, but that's that is only to the number of people that have told me how to do it right you know before I got into this position like it's definitely nothing that I just figured out on my own it's because I had a lot of very very wise people that told me hey do this do that do this say no to that so that you don't burn yourself out you know my, my wife uh, just recently just because our summer has been so busy and so hectic my, my mind has been focused in summer we We've had to do a lot of fundraising for everything that we're doing this year because our numbers uh, going to children's camp are bigger. We're, we're doing this mystery trip thing that I can't say in case somebody listens to the <laughs> podcast. And they tell, you know, uh, so because I wasn't excited when I heard about this podcast. I was like, yeah, so, you know, that was weird. Sorry. No, it's uh, <laughs> I'm glad people are excited. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and so my wife said, you know, with this break coming up, she said, take some time. And, uh, you know, I, I was hesitant. I was like, you know what? I need to. And I was glad I did. So it was real, it was real great to, uh, just to, just to be with family, to think about family, mm. to have fun with family. So, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for, for joining us today. Um, if people want to find you online or read anything that you're writing or things like that, where is the best place to find you and, and connect with you more? Oh man. Um, uh, they can uh, they can they can follow me on Facebook. Uh, I'm I'm starting to think about maybe getting into some website stuff. And uh, I used to blog. I have a blog, some sort of a, a blogger.com, Impact of the Savior, blogspot.com, something like that. I don't know. It, you might be able to find it. I don't know. It's a, it's old. You know, back back in the day, I thought you know, me blogger didn't happen. But start thinking more about that. Getting back into that, but. You can definitely connect with me on Facebook. Uh, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash I know Richard Ball. I K N O W Richard Ball. And uh, all together, lowercase, no spaces, because I thought it'd be cool. <laughs> anyway. But uh, uh, you can connect with me there. You can connect me with me on Instagram. Um, I know Richard Ball all together, uh, lowercase, uh, no spaces. Uh, if you're into running, I've, I've, I've kept a running blog for a few years. Um, kind of a running blog more so just displaying my stats and 
in the struggles and stuff, you can follow me on that. It's, uh, it's a Facebook fan page, uh, hashtag running for my life. Spell out hashtag running for my life. Also, um, Instagram, same thing. And so um, I just, I, me and my wife, I was excited. My wife and I just did our first Firecracker 5K together. That was cool. fun. And so we had a good time. It was great running with her. So. Yeah. But you can find me there. Just, uh, you know, uh, just search uh, Richard Ball. And, uh, you know, I'm the, on Facebook, I'm the guy with the kids with all superhero shirts on. <laughs> and that's uh, sitting on Barnes & Noble. But, uh, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Supernatural45. So, okay. uh, so anyway, that's, that's where they can find me at. Awesome. So. Yes, definitely go go to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and follow Richard Ball and find out what he's doing in ministry and running. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. So fun stuff. So, look forward to uh, September, by the way. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I've not talked about this on the podcast, um, but Richard and I and some other people uh, will be joining Doug Fields and Josh Griffin and, uh, and I guess, 98 other youth workers uh, yeah. for DYM 100 for the Download Youth Ministry 100, first ever. So, yeah, I'm excited. I don't really know what to expect, but I'm I'm excited for Me it. Me neither. I'm I'm just hoping there's there's a chance I get to like at least try to run by the beach, you know, just to, just to say, I ran by the beach and it was awesome. Yeah. So, um but yeah, I'm looking forward to looking forward to hanging out with you, man. Anyway, this is fun. Had a yeah, great time. That'd be good. Well, thanks again and God bless your ministry. God bless you, man. All right. All right, thanks, bud. <laughs> And thank you so much for tuning in this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Honestly, thanks so much for checking them all out. We are getting really close to a thousand downloads, actually, for this podcast. Um, combine all the episodes together, all, all five of the episodes, and this one be six. That just it honestly blows my mind that that many people are listening. Uh, I am so grateful for your listens and for your shares and uh, and things like that. If you do like this, though, please share it with someone else that you think would be interested in it and and if you do like it um if you can give us like a good rating or something on itunes or stitcher and tune in radio uh and and subscribe that really helps other people find it as well so make sure you do that if you do enjoy it and if you'd like to hear someone else that you know on a future podcast make sure you send them my way you can find me the best place is on twitter at steve cullum or my blog at uh, stevecullum.com and we want to thank you once again uh, for tuning in, but also thank our sponsors, WorkCamp NE and our newest sponsors, National Network of Youth Ministries and Reach New England. To find out more about WorkCamp NE, head over to WorkCampNE.com. To find out more about National Network of Youth Ministries, go over to YouthWorkers.net. And to read more about Reach Youth New England, head over to ReachYouthNE.com. Again, thank you. I know I've said thank you so many times, but really, I am very, very grateful for your time and for your shares and listens, all that stuff. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. And be sure to tune in next month where we interview another youth worker talking all about student ministry. I've been your host, Steve Cullum, and may God bless your ministry and all the work you do for his kingdom. <laughs>